Gets open for three. Dagger! The kick in. Here it comes. Swing and a miss. And a World Series Game 7 winning Curly W is in the books. Washington Capitals are the 2018 Stanley Cup champions. You like that? You like that? I like that. You gotta like that, right? My approval ratings keep going up. Sorry to keep you waiting. Complicated business. Welcome in. This is Defeating the Curse. We're running the three-man weave. My name is Joe. His name is Stevie on mic two and Razzle on mic three. Welcome back to the show, Razzle. It's been quite a while. It's good to be back. You know, it's the, you know it's big week, Super Bowl week. I had to make a comeback. Super Bowl week, but let's start with the NBA trade deadline. Boys, we used uh. to get geeked up for this day when we were younger and when we watched the NBA more religiously than we have in the past. I'm watching the Wizards right now. I told you they're going to lose this game, and they're about to lose this game. And I'm sure we'll come back to this topic several times through over the next uh, 45 minutes to an hour or so. The Wizards did a few things. Let's start with the Wizards. Let's start with the hometown team here, Razzle. The Wizards did get better, but they didn't trade the player that they needed to trade. That's my opinion. You know, I don't know how you feel about it, but I am calling some shenanigans on one Tommy Shepard and Bradley Beal. I think there was a little bit of behind-the-scenes wheeling and dealing that kept him here. I think he was on the trade dead. I think he was on the trade block, and I don't think the response was there. And I think they said, "Hey, how about you fake this injury and go on injured reserve so we can't trade you, and we don't have to explain to fans why we don't move your terrible contract." And I think that's how we ended up here. I mean, the timing of, of, of the report of, of him getting the surgery was very suspect. You know, it's trade deadline week. There are a lot of rumors out there. Um, he was in conversations uh, for Ben Simmons going to Philly. I think that anywhere, was- anywhere. Bradley Beal has got to go. He's got to go. He stinks. He stinks. He doesn't stink. Joe. He's the, the third option on a decent team. And that's the truth. Yeah, Nobody wants to say it. It's the Philly, truth. And we're going to get to what ended up happening today. But if you have to put him in Philly with Embiid, the shooting that he brings to the table and the playmaking he brings to the table, that they would have made, they would have been contenders this year. So, and, and you would have been able to bring in a piece and have Ben Simmons, and you build around Ben Simmons. Say what you want about him; he's still a very talented. Uh, yes, young, he's twenty-five. He's still young in his career. I would rather have Simmons on the Wizards roster than Bradley Beal. Yes. So, like, I'm kind of with. I see where you're going. I'm tracking with you in terms of shenanigans. Shenanigans. They're punting it. I mean, I don't know why everybody's all like down. Like, oh, Tommy Shepard. Tommy Shepard. Tommy Shepard was the lead scout during, uh, like, under Ernie. He was the guy behind Jan Vesely and dozens of shitty picks. Right, but he also got they did a little bit of a salary dump, dumping Montrez Harrell, dumping uh, Bertans today, who 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 hasn't been doing much. I mean, and, I like Montrez uh, personally. Dimwitty, because it, it, it was clear that it wasn't working out with Dimwitty. You know, it, it wasn't working with him when Brad was on the court. But this team started ten and three without Brad. Right, when Brad was right, but I mean, right now Bradley's the centerpiece of our team. He's he's what the he's what the front office is going to build around. And you know, but why? Bringing, why bringing Kristoff in, who has failed in New York? They hated him in Dallas. 
Nobody likes well, playing he can't, with him. He can't stay healthy, man. Like, he misses more yeah, games than he plays in. But... That's the thing that doesn't make sense to me. Where does he fit in the grand scheme of things? Where does he fit in the plan? I mean, he's a nice piece. I'm not I'm not, I'm not. not complaining, but I, I, I just – the Bradley Beal thing, look, and, and Stevie, I, I know you have a special affinity in your heart for one Gilbert Arenas, okay, for Agent Zero from uh, Once Upon a Time, okay? What Bradley Beal has done to this organization is worse than what Gilbert Arenas did for the better part of seven or eight years here, right? Like, Gilbert Arenas, like, d- totally, you know, it was a dumpster fire in the last couple of years here, way overpaid, the guns in the locker room and all the shenanigans, whatever. It, it, it's a long time ago. Bradley Beal has had this team handcuffed to average. Uh, it, they will never they will never compete with Bradley Beal, and I know people don't want to hear that, but it's the truth. The guy's lazy on defense. His shooting has gone down. He can't hit threes consistently. He complains too much. He's always looking to the refs. He thinks he's a star, and he's just not. A, he's just not. He's not a top fifteen guy. He's just. He just isn't. And I'm. How, I'm how pissed much is Bradley Beal getting paid? He's on a max, and he's and the Wizards. The this is the insanity. The Wizards are like on their knees begging him to take a super max deal to stay here, and it's insanity. He's not worth super max money. He's not. You, how, how many people in this room, virtually, uh, voted for him to get that max deal? So at the time I did, but I but, make, but they also had wall, but, but they also had wall. They had two I, pieces. They had two pieces, right? And right. and it and Brad just couldn't stomach the fact that it was Wall's team, right? And he started all the the, the nonsense behind the scenes. Wall got injured. Wall got traded. Wall's not here. Like it, that's not our problem anymore. Bradley Beal is not worth super max money. He's not worth the same as Dame, as Steph, as LeBron. Like he's not that caliber. They can't do this. They can't do this. So you're you're in favor of blowing up the team. Cut Bradley Beal. Do not and extend then him. What, Joe? And then what? And then and then, then we change for Kyle Kuzma. I'd rather like, listen, man. It, the, this team, the Wizards, have basically sucked our entire life, with the exception, like the Wizards. The Bullets had their run. The Wizards had a couple seasons in there. They're just like the Redskins, man. Like the Commanders. They had a couple seasons in there. It was fool's gold. They looked like they were on the rise. I mean, they had that that one iteration with like Larry Hughes and Gilbert. Then they had the iteration with Larry Hughes, yeah, Jameson. Like, yeah, uh, that Carl team Butler. balled out, right? That team balled out, and we yep. got excited about them, right? The John Wall, Bradley Beal, Martin Gortat. That Gortat, team balled out too, Martin right? Morris. Beal Beal hated the fact that he was the third option on that team, right? How many dink and dunk passes did we option. see? What are you, what are you, what are you, no, Gort, how many, Gortat like lived under the basket on those dink and dunk uh, screen, high screen, uh, you know. Screen and roll. But my point is, Bradley Beal, you, you can't build around him. Nobody wants to play with him, and that, that's the truth. And he's not worth super max money. And well, and we'll he very conveniently got injured slash became untradeable right at the deadline. They're, if they extend him, like, they will never be good. Never. We'll have to see what happens in the offseason. There's going to be a lot of teams. There's going to be a lot of other moving pieces that you mentioned, Dame, earlier. Uh, you'll have to see what ends up happening Joe, with the Lakers. Razzle, we'll if, if the Rockets were willing to move on from James Harden, an MVP... Why aren't so, the Wizards willing to move away from from James Bradley Beal? On the Rockets, fine, okay. James Harden quit. I mean, he, he, two years in a row, he's quit on two different teams. I mean, okay, but Joe, but, I, he, but he gets I, I a change of scenery now. I think it's such a cop out to say cut Bradley Beal and like I mean, Razzle saying, and then what? I mean, I think you know, I feel for they don't sell tickets anyway. Like they don't. Shepherd. Who cares? They don't sell tickets anyway. They're selling tickets. winning team. Like you can't just. They were ten and three without Beal. 
Oh, come on. Bro, that's regular season. You, what happens What happens if the Wizards, okay, what happens if the Wizards, you know, string six of seven or six of nine and and actually look like a respectable basketball team w- without him on the court? Then what? Are they in contention for the playing the middle? No, they're, they're, no, they're like in, no, they're not. They're not. I mean, your contention that the team, they would be a better team on the, the, the court without Bradley Beal is just ridiculous. Well, they would be they better. They would be better with more Kuzmas on the roster. Kuzma's serviceable. KCP is yeah, serviceable. Eventually, you're going to get to a point. I, I, I just, I'm, I'm done buying the Tommy Shepard hype. Like all he wants to draft is small forwards. We have the most small forward draft picks in, in, in like the last 15 years, right? And they're, they're littered all over the league at this point. He's just enamored with the small forward position. I don't get it, man. It goes back forever. The We're pieces, only a game and a half. Out of the play-in right now. So. Let's go. Let's do it. So let's see. Let's right. see how this game turns Sorry, out. Let's listen, I'm, I'm the, just. I'm done. Let's see how your non-Bradley Beal Wizards do, and with the rest after the All Star well, break. Listen, you keep talking to me about the non-Bradley Beal Wizards. The Bradley Beal Wizards dropped a forty-point lead God, to a team night. that we was basically me off. and you. But it was camera, a joke. Off camera, we were just talking about how if Ted Leonsis had had balls between his legs, he would have fired the staff, the coaching staff, the the marketing staff, everybody. That was beyond embarrassing. We were just talking about how up and down the NBA regular season is very unpredictable. Stuff like that happens all the time. Yeah, granted, forty point game, I get it. I, let's see what happens the rest of the season. Because if they make it, but that's with the Joker on the feet on the court, man. That was Bradley. Forget about forget about Razzle. This isn't. We're not talking about him missing a shot at the buzzer or leading a comeback. He couldn't protect a forty-point lead. Right. That's not. You can't have that, man. You can't have that. But look, he's here. Simmons is not. They did offload. The, I mean, Bertans was just. I right. mean, there's no the, words yeah, really to describe out the cat the cap room with that. Yeah. And it was a smart move. Okay, I mean, I'm I'm I don't I don't hate it. I did like Montrez though. I think I thought Montrez like he's undersized, but the the dude balled out. He played hard every time he was on the court. Then why why did why did he get traded? I'm sure Dallas wanted pieces back. I mean, I heard he and, punched some guy in the locker room. Hopefully, it was Bradley Beal. No, I think it was. I think it was, was Casey. Can we move on to the trades that either the big trade? Yeah. Okay. Let's let's talk about the big training? one. Let's talk about. What, get, get your boy Matt. Get, get Matt the man here. Did it happen? And, and your Joe, your Lakers, and and how they're they're completely gone. Down they're not my Lakers. Way. They're not my Lakers. Come on. I can't. I can't cheer for your. I can't cheer for LeBron. I'm sorry. Can't do it. I mean, can't do it. They they did nothing, and their their plans now are to to you know hit the buyout market and hoping. That, a bunch of folks get uh, you know bought out and let go, but I don't know who they they had a couple. There were a couple offers on the table from from what I read. Um, there was a move to to do the uh, Russell Westbrook for John Wall part two. There that was on the table. The Rockets were willing to take on Russell Westbrook, and then we. I mean, they would have they would have taken him on and then basically bought him out if I'm not mistaken, and then right he come back here. I would take him back. Guy was an MVP candidate. He averaged a triple double. He led yeah, this team. We were also he had that, this same moving the team forward. He ha- listen. Yeah. He had this same crappy roster last year and got them in. Made them at least watchable. But then also there was there was rumors that the Knicks were were trying to put something together. And, and okay, but, but like you said, together. let's talk about the trades that did happen. Right, we did yeah. get a super trade. Right, we did get Harden moves to Philly. Right, and Simmons is moving to to uh, to the Nets. I mean, I I like honestly I like that deal for for both sides. To be honest, I mean I don't hate it. I don't hate it. Ben Simmons, and I'm with you guys. Ben Simmons is a young, marketable, talented basketball player. 
And I know, I mean, we'll see what he looks like, but maybe putting him in a different city just with a, the irony is it's, he's going to, it's easy under a, a much bigger microscope there, right? In, in New York, but I mean, he can play. Right, and his responsibilities with the Nets are going to be completely different than his responsibilities when he was the Sixers. He's got two guys who just want the ball in their hands to score. His role is going to be to set them up and to play off of them. That's the perfect scenario for him. I think the Nets got a lot better. The problem is James Harden basically got to a point where he just didn't want to be there. And two years in a row, he's quit on the team, and they knew they were going to lose in the offseason because his contract was coming up and he wasn't going to pick up the option. So they knew they had to trade him. And I was surprised because you know the way that the NBA is now. You got to win now, win now, win now. But they, they, they made the move, and I think both teams got better. I think the Sixers got better because they went from having, you know, Ben Simmons wasn't playing for them. He wasn't on the court for him, and he was no way in shape or form coming back to him. So it's like adding, it's like they traded in a sense. They traded nothing. Curry. Yeah, yeah. It was like a fantasy trade. Hard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, the, the, the Nets are getting Simmons, Curry, uh, and Andre Drum, uh, Drummond. Yeah, and Shell of Andre, whatever he is left. Well, it, but it's the same, right? And the 76ers are getting Harden. And That's like, like he's in tip-top shape himself. Yeah, well, <laughs> hey, man. Let him live, we baby. Let get him live. Right now, let's go. Let him live. I can give Andre Drummond a run for his money. Well, I think, I think Paul Millsap is part of that deal, too, right? I mean, he, he yeah, uh, the, the ghost of Paul Millsap is part of that deal, but too. But they also got the, the Nets got a couple picks in it too which was pretty like uh, yeah but honestly but you know like the picks don't matter in the nba like they, they can move it later on in another in another deal if they wanted to in the off season yeah That's the point. it's an asset yeah I, I i i can't believe it's super bowl week and i'm sitting here talking about this no no we're gonna get to it. i mean there was some big it. trades like, i mean the, the, we talked about porzingis and the the dimwitty swap i mean we talked about that trade already i mean it was Montrez is going to Charlotte. You know, we talked about that too. Uh, what else happened? I mean, Derek White, Josh Richardson, you know, whatever. Yeah, everything else didn't matter. We can move on to the Super Bowl. That way we well, can Well, I mean, the Sabonis trade was a big deal. Yeah, a couple weeks ago. But they, basically, the Kings... I don't know where the Kings came from all of a sudden, right? The Kings are like a forgotten franchise, and all of a sudden they're... Yeah, we're interested. We, we want to do this. It's really surprising. Let's let's move, let's get Stevie back engaged in this conversation. Uh, I mean, this guy's got his legs up. I mean, people can't see, but Steve's about five minutes away from falling asleep on us here. Let, I mean, let's he's... get this guy. Let's let's talk about the Rams and how the, how my preseason prediction. If we can go back to the tape. Hey 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 hey! I picked the Bengals to go to the Super Bowl. Am I going to get some love for that? I, I think yeah. I, honestly, yes, you should. And I, I actually have a track for you that I wanted to play. So let me let me. Ooh. Let me cue that up, right? But I, I want you. I want you to uh, go ahead, Stevie. (laughs) Take your victory lap, Stevie. Go ahead. Hey, I, I I mean, I had two predictions: the Dallas Cowboys and the Cincinnati Bengals. One of them didn't work out. I told you, it ain't the best team that wins the Super Bowl. It's the hottest team, and I said that in reference to the Cincinnati Bengals. And right now, they are the hottest team in football, and they have. The hottest team in football, led by the coolest quarterback in football, and cool Joe Burrow. And you know what? They're going to get their ass kicked on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, so what? That, that's it? You're, you're off the Bengals after all this and after all the hey. hoopla and the victory lap? That's it? You're, you're, putting your, hey. you're tucking your willy? It's done? It's hey, over? It's, you know what? It, it's, it's the head over heart thing, man. That, that O-line in Cincinnati cannot protect Joe Burrow. And that D line in LA is ferocious. And the over under on sacks, whatever it is, 
take the over because Aaron Donald is going to have a field day with that O-line, and he's a sneaky pick for MVP. You get a couple of strip sack fumbles, you jump up to MVP status. Razzle, are you D- are you are you not on the Bengals either here? The no, line the line has moved. It started at three and a half. It's up to four. It's up to four. In some places, it's four and a half. Four and a half. Oh, but I take. I, give me that four and a half. You, you could pick whatever you want. I mean, they have all the alternate spreads on there. But look, the Rams are hungry. The Rams got a bunch of guys who really want this. Aaron Donald talked about it the last week. He's like, I got everything on my resume except the Super Bowl win. Stafford, we know the years of agony. Well, not everybody on the Rams, right? Von Miller's out there talking about how he's always going to be a Bronco. I did see that. I did see that. What's that guy doing? That guy has no self-awareness, like nothing. He doesn't have a guy in his ear being like, hey, maybe you do that when you retire. Right, right. You can retire as a Bronco yet. But yeah, I saw that. But Jalen Ramsey's hungry. Stafford, years of agony with Detroit. This is the place. McVay, I mean, there's a lot of hype around McVay. The McVay coaching tree is now all over the place. But, you know, this is his opportunity to, to redeem himself from three years ago. The Rams are hungry. I just can't see. The problem is I can't see a scenario where they lose. I can't see, you know, Joe Burrow, love him. He's, he's there. He's going to be here for a while. The AFC is going to be, I mean, between him, Josh Allen, Mahomes. They're, we, got, we, we don't need Brady anymore. We don't need Rodgers anymore. We don't need Roethlisberger anymore. Those guys can all, like. We get the new class here. But I cannot – like the way the Rams are just clicking and dialed in and laser focused. And let's not forget, I know we're going to laugh about this because this is L.A. This is a home game for the Rams. Like they're sleeping in their bed. Oh, just come, the on. Uh, come on. What is that? I want to undervalue that. None of them they sleep in their home. bed. They, they've been home since right, bef- since right after the Tampa Bay game two, uh, three weeks do ago. Do you think the Bengals are uncomfortable in their five-star – I'm just Disney saying, World Resort. There's something about sleeping in bed and and and, go, and get into the game, you know, just and get in and, and driving over to the stadium. It's a home game. I know the Rams Razzle. don't have any fans. Razzle, my man, my man. Could could you not see a scenario? The only scenario I see the Bengals winning is if they control the running game from the start. Yeah, why, why can't Joe Mixon has a monster yeah, day? Joe can have a monster Stafford day. Stafford mm-hmm. has an off day, which is very, very, very likely. That's what the really, only scenario. I the see. difference here is the Rams. We're, we, everybody's hyping up their their defensive prowess, right? Like they, they are a very defensive. They're, they're very capable defensively of causing all kinds of, of of craziness, and that that's something we haven't seen the Bengals match up against, right? We saw them go up against uh, very very potent offenses, but not not defenses. The Rams, from an offensive perspective, are, are they equal to the Chiefs? I mean, are they equal to? Some of the AFC powerhouses that the Bengals have faced, yeah, maybe they can be. The problem is in the last three, like if you look at the Cardinals game, they played a half football the first half because then they went up big and then they kind of ran out the clock. You look at the Tampa game; they they play really well in the first half, mm-hmm. and then you know a lot of Tampa to come back in. And then you look at the, the Niners game was the opposite; they played second. They haven't played a complete sixty minutes of football. And if they can play, if they play a complete sixty minutes of football, Bengals have no shot. If they do, if they if they leave the door open, what if the Bengals play a complete sixty half? minutes though? Right, like the, we haven't seen the round. We haven't seen the Bengals put together a full sixty minutes either. Right, no, they I, they came out flat. They came out flat against the lost, Chiefs. I mean, they. I mean, if you look at the Raiders game, if you go back to the wild card weekend, the whole whistle situation mm-hmm. and they, like whatever, they could have lost that game. That wasn't like, and then the Titans game. The Titans gave them that game. The Rams. Could, the Rams could have lost the Bucks game. I, I think more so than than and. 
you know, other Super Bowls and other games and other matchups, the start of the game is so critical for the Cincinnati Bengals because if they fall behind and they are forced into obvious passing situations and passing downs, the Rams will just, you know, just pin their, their ears back and just go after Burrow and they will have a field day. They need to keep the running game involved. They need to get ahead. They need to be able to have ball control and control the tempo and 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 time of possession. And I think that's the only scenario that they can win. Rams defense, rush defense is not good. I don't right. have a stat in front of me, but if someone right. could look that up, we need a stat, boy. Okay. But I'm going to go there in the bottom third in rush defense for the season. And so – Again, big opportunity. I think Joe Mixon, I think we're sleeping on Mixon. I don't know his know, odds for MVP, but. You know, the case for Joe, for, for the Bengals includes, like, their offensive line sucks. You already, we, you made that point. And if they get the running game going and they're able to uh, uh, relieve some pressure on that offensive line so that way they're not in, you know, like, pass, like the Rams, if they know they're passing, they're going to be rushing, they're going to rush it. If they can build that running game up, Keep the, the Rams on their feet, you know. I, I well, that, and that's the case for them winning. I see that, and and it's not just getting the running game going. Like we we think we're thinking of like John Riggins and Joe. Get, I mean, it's not getting the, the, the they can do short passes, short screen passes. passes, misdirections. So it doesn't need to run. Samaj got a shout out in Super Bowl. <laughs> P. former Redskin, former Commander. Do we got any commanders playing in the game besides Samaje? Not McVay. Oh, playing in the game. Playing in the game. Playing in the game, Samaje. There's got to be some Junko lineman or something. I can't think of anyone. John Jansen not in the game? (laughs) No, I can't think. The only one I can think of is Samaje. I'm saying, if... You don't don't think the... I, I think the Bengals can do it. I think they can do it, especially as the game where, like, if they're successful in controlling the clock and wearing them down just a little bit. I mean, we we saw the Rams get very leaky defensively against a a less talented Bucks offense, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, of course. And the Bengals, again, you know, the intangible part of it is they're playing with house money. So, yeah, the Rams have a home game, Razzle, absolutely. They're playing in front of their home crowd. There's a little more pressure there. They're expected to win. They're they the don't favorite. have a crowd, guys. I mean, LA's. You're right. Well, it's a court. Th- those two teams. Anyway, those two so. teams are trying to build a fan base in a city that doesn't doesn't want them. Like doesn't doesn't need more teams to. I mean, they're they're oversaturated. I mean, they're just the truth. You're saying Cincinnati doesn't have a fan base. No, I'm saying so the Chargers and the Rams. Like they're trying to they're trying to like force this LA fan base to care about them. They don't. Like they just don't. I mean, they'll get there eventually, and a Super Bowl will help, of course. No but like, like everyone from St. Louis hates them, so you're not going to get the crowds from St. Louis who's going to travel to L.A. because they're like, yeah, of course, legacy uh, Rams fans. So they they spent what the last five six years trying to build a fan base up there, like you said, nobody cares. But it is. I mean, I, but what they've done is impressive as a franchise, though, right? I mean, it, it wasn't that long ago that it was you know it was Jeff Fisher at the helm, and they were kind of going nowhere, right? So I mean, they, they've and our boy McVay. Or, sure. Or even, sure. I mean, McVeigh. I mean, no white culture, and and, and well, and yeah, trading, I mean, trading, trading a, a serviceable quarterback for a, you know, a kind of a, a slinger, you know, a gunslinger right. that is somewhat of an unknown commodity, even though he was pretty proven in the regular season. I mean, 
you know, how much of that cre- creeps into Stafford's head, though? You know, like, he, he's he's never been at, he's never had to be, play at this level. Or he's never been given the opportunity to play right. on this time. Like, th- th- there's no reps here, right? It's not like he's made it a couple times and failed to, to move on. Right. Like, this is, I mean, he's also playing with house money, right? Like, he's got at least another one or two. Right, he's, the got whole, the he's got the pressure. If Joe Burrow goes and loses this game, no one's going to say, like, you know, he failed, right? He just say he didn't have, he didn't have a good game. Like you said, they're not. The Bengals aren't expected to win. They're not expected to win, and they're not. But what a story! What a story either. if they do, man. Every there, right. there's there's 17 teams, 18 teams in the league that are gonna, you know, just the fan bases. I I feel like more fan bases are pulling for the Bengals. Like I'm pulling for the Bengals. Everybody's cheering for the. I mean, that yeah. stadium will be a corporate audience. And they will be cheering for the underdog Bengals. And if the Bengals give them something to cheer but, about, but Stevie, you agree that most of the country, most of the country is cheering for the Bengals. Of course, what, I mean the who, underdog why, story. Who would cheer for the Rams? Why would we cheer for the Rams? I, I'm cheering for the Rams. Come everybody hates Rams. LA. I'm putting, everybody. I'm Here's the thing: if the Rams win, do we see more teams going through this like route of trade the draft picks? Yeah, no draft picks. Trade yeah. like. I mean, they traded draft picks for Jalen Ramsey. They traded draft picks for Matt Stafford, Von oh, no. Miller, um, Odell. Oh, no, sorry, Odell, they didn't trade draft picks. They just signed them. Um, they did a couple of years before that, too, with other guys that didn't work out. I remember they had, like, a keep to leave Marcus Peters at one point. Do we see I, I mean, more going in that model? Razzle, who, who drew the playbook for that model? Is the 2000 commanders. Are we getting to the Dan Snyder segment of the show? It's, it was the 2000 <laughs> commanders. We drew that playbook, okay? You think before Jalen Ramsey, there was Neon Dion primetime, okay? That's what we did. So it, this us. is not something new. It just worked with Sean McVay and the Rams. Uh, I mean, us. Well, they're, they're all bought in, but they also can't keep that group together for much longer, right? Like, they've all restructured contracts, and it's, just, it's very similar you to what the Buccaneers have. You out of there. You don't need to. Yeah, of course, of course. Yeah. I mean, I agree. There's more pressure on the Rams to get this done because their team will not be intact. The Bengals will probably be 80%, 90% intact to come back again, and they'll improve. And the Bengals will probably be – I think the presence of Joe Burrow there and what they're building there will attract like, – nobody wants to go play for Cincinnati. How many times have you seen, like, a free agent go and sign with – like, nobody wants to go play there, but having a presence of that type of quarterback there – like that will may become a free agent destination. Say, hey, I want to go play with Joe. Who, who's the front office guy in LA? It's uh, in McVeigh's LA. Yeah, I could look it up. I, I just, you know, while you do that, I think what Cajones on on whoever that is and McVeigh to give up golf and essentially give up a quarterback. Who they took him to the Super Bowl, right? They three years ago. Off. Yeah, three years ago. To give up a guy and take a chance on Stafford, who you know is a gunslinger and he's great, but has never had any playoff success. I mean, Les Snead and Tony Pastors. Never heard of the first guy. I never heard of the second guy, but I mean, Les Snead. You know, that's quite a risk. I mean, this could have really backfired in their face. They go all yeah, in. For I mean, if they had lost to the Niners, it would have been a failure. They had lost to Tampa, had come back and won, it would have been a failure. Exactly. So I don't think this is a model that can be replicated. I think it's very risky. Right, but I'm saying and, if they win and they prove that it worked. No, I, I don't know if you're going to see a lot of it, Razzle, because like, there's not a lot of teams that have enough foundational pieces in place to go do that, right? Like, if you don't have a quarterback, maybe you go all in for a quarterback. I mean, we're, that's the talk here, right? Is 
trade trade everything, trade everybody to get a a known commodity. You know, to get a known quarterback, right? To get Russell, Russell Wilson, to get whatever. The latest rumor I saw. Your boy oh, John, please, your boy, man. It's Jonathan Allen will so take pictures of him at the Pro Bowl and tweeting about hey, it. Hey, hey, hey. Jonathan <laughs> Allen, a little hey, busy on Twitter, okay? <laughs> he's a little busy on Twitter and he's having dinner. <laughs> His granddaddy's in an uncomfortable dinner situation. <laughs> I mean, do, do you honestly see – do you honestly see Russell coming here? Why would he? There's no reason to. No, there's not. There's no weapons in place. There's no. There's absolutely. Act like you guys act like these athletes really care that much about winning. I, I, I no, they do. They care I, about. The I think. Legacy. I think. Oh, I think Russ cares. They care about the legacy. I don't see him leaving. Worth an, extra, an extra ten million. You think for an extra ten million, no, I mean, he's he, gonna drop? He's gonna get the same money no matter where he goes. The money's not. The, he's gonna get the same money. It's a. It's a matter of building the light. Like we were just talking about this the other day. Like Russell Wilson. Made it, made it to the Super Bowl in 2013, and his defense won him the Super Bowl. He didn't really do anything. And then got the opportunity to go back next year and hasn't been back since. You know, he's either one court. Like, a lot of these guys that are still playing only have one win, and they're, they're trying to, like, get to that point where, like, like the guys retire Roethlisberger, Eli, like the multiple Super Bowls, you know, to build that Hall of Fame, you know, case. Resume. Well, I mean, R- Russ seems like the perfect fit in DC because he's going to be a total failure. <laughs> what? I mean, he, I think Russ needs what? the perfect defense, the perfect run game and the perfect environment to be a really good quarterback. And he would have none of that here in Washington. And it would be an utter abject failure. I mean, we'll ha- yeah, I mean, you're, we'll have to see how the quarterback dominoes go this off season. I mean, we know the first one was Aaron Rodgers, and then, and then we'll see what happens with Jimmy G. Uh, we have to see what happens with, with obviously, Russ and, and a couple other guys who, who may be on the move. So, are, are, are you either of you down with drafting a quarterback in the first round? Uh, yes. Are I we think, talking about taking a project? I, I think you have to. I, but I've said this before. I think, I think every team, are, I think every team in the league should always be drafting two quarterbacks every single year. Use your fifth and no, seventh I, round I picks or whatever. First round is different. Yeah. I mean, yeah, fourth round. Yes, you have to. Flyer. Yes, you Problem have to. Is, from what I, I'm not a college football expert by any means, but nobody guys, is a college football expert. My point: it, the, the names that I've seen, there's not a lot. This is not a what is it? 2018, where we had like Baker and Josh, uh, Josh Allen, um, a Lamar draft, or even a couple years. But like, there was no Joe Burrow in this draft there's no like Andrew Luck in this draft there's no yes and that's why when those guys become available you have to trade everything to go get them right as I'm saying like there's nobody in here worth trading up for I agree maybe Kenny maybe Kenny I, I from what I've seen I, from what I've heard I, I don't know but Stevie they don't have an option like the 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 they're more likely to have the same quarterbacks they have right now on the roster in the spring or in the in the summer than adding, uh, you know, Jimmy would be my bet. Like if if we could have anybody, I think he's the one. I think he's the one I'd oh rather see. Him, you would me. rather him over Derek Carr. Yeah, Jimmy's the winner. Oh, I mean, I like Derek too, yeah. but I don't, I don't know Jimmy's why Derek. Why would why would why would Oak, Oakland? Why would why would Vegas lose Carr? Why would they Why would they get rid of him? There's no need. I don't know. I read that he would be. He's going to be around. 
No, Jimmy. Jimmy's actually Jimmy's expendable because they've got another guy that they've drafted very high sitting behind him. Like, and he's on the last year. I, I don't see why Carr would be moved from from Vegas. It doesn't make sense. Like he's the he's the face of the franchise. He pulled him through a crazy season with the Gruden stuff and the rug stuff. Like he he's he's not tradable to me. He I, is when you have a brand new coach who's going to be building his own. Like a coach who listen, a coach who flamed out in the same division before and then ran yeah. back to his papa, right? That's what happened right. with McDaniel, right? He went and you know screwed he, around. He, he didn't go straight, yeah. And then he he bailed on the Colts too, which I mean, yeah. But he they, he left he left the Pats, went to the Broncos, dicked around for two seasons, and then went right back to the Pats. He didn't dick around. He drafted Tim Tebow. All right, he, he got a playoff win on the Tim Tebow. Right. No, so, I don't no, think no, he, no, no, he, no. he inherited somebody else. Did, he inherited yeah. him, but. Yeah. I think that was Rick. Uh, it was uh, John Fox, but John Fox. You, you can't you can't have that guy making quarterback decisions. He had Tom Brady. There's only one Tom Brady. I mean, maybe he called Jimmy G back. Jimmy G was the boy. Are we gonna do some Super Bowl Honestly, predictions? Or are we gonna dick around here? Sorry, we get to digress. Let's go. Are we putting? Are I mean, I'm going. Listen, I'm going Bengals. Give me that. Give me that four points. Give me the four. You're I'll take the, the four. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, I, I know the Rams are a better team, but they're not. They're not a touchdown better. But you give me a score and, and a final. Uh, give me give me Bengals. Actually, I like the Bengals to win. I'm gonna go Bengals thirty-seven. Oh, Rams. No, 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 no. Rams. This is like his Commanders twenty-four uh, prediction. Thirty-seven, twenty-four. No, you know, Cats. Hey, guys, I still listen to him, and I don't know if you guys. I know you guys probably don't. Uh, Bill Simmons. He, he he has all these like. Don't care about Bill Simmons. Manifestos. He said hey, he stop never... plugging. Stop plugging the competitors. Yeah. Who gives a shit about Bill Simmons? <laughs> Who's still listening to Bill Simmons? I care about Joe Rogan. I care about him getting canceled. He's not getting canceled. He's good. He's good. I think he, he might get canceled. He's not getting canceled. Okay. I think, I think Spotify is weak. Before. I think Spotify is. They're they're getting a little leaky on the subscriber count. No, they'll be fine. They'll come back. People will forget about it. What, what, Stevie? Tell your boys over at uh, at Rumble to make it happen. <laughs> yeah, Rumble. Let's get the no, Rumble you, money going. You, you you want Rogan to get canceled, but he won't. I don't want, him, want to him to get canceled. I think people should be allowed to say whatever they want. And you should I, be accountable for what, what you he, say. I, you know, he I, I, he didn't say. I know. Going back to someone else over here. Okay. I mean, look. I, I don't think he should be canceled. I don't think anyone should be canceled for having an opinion. Or and I and I definitely I don't respect the people that go through the archives of everything that's been spoken. The guy speaks for three hours a day, five no, days no, a week. No, like you can't go back sorry, and pull Joe, everything. Your first sentence is not true, by the way. There are opinions that should have you canceled. The Holocaust didn't happen. That is not me saying that. Just for <laughs> the record, you shouldn't be canceled for your stupid of, take. And no, it's not that your is take. An example. But. No. Of something that should cancel oh, someone, like like our boy Clay Travis, like my boy Clay Travis says, right? Oh, like yeah. first of, first amendment, first amendment, and boobs. You can say whatever you want. You can be no. stupid. It could be wrong. You can say the what you want. Chasing down uh, Gavin Newsom and the governor of San Francisco and Stacey Abrams. Everyone's not wearing a mask. He's like the math police now. Well, he's just calling them out on their hypocrisy, right, Razzle? No, I mean, no, he's got good points on that. Okay. He's, what's he doing? He's just calling the, the, out. He's just calling it. Your girl AOC is like, you know, she's wearing her fucking hijab when she's up here in D.C. And then she goes down to Florida and she's wearing a bikini and everyone's like, oh, my God, look at her face. Hey, they, they Where's your mask, Twitter, lady? Man. She got off of Twitter. She had to. She had to. Like, there's eyeballs everywhere. You can't. 
the whole this whole adage of like do do what I tell you and not what I'm doing or whatever it is. I know I'm butchering it. It's late, but do as I say and not as I do. Whatever. Okay. Like they all of these these left leaning politicians and there's some on the right too. They all they all should get called out for this bullshit. Like we can't have this anymore. Like it's it's two years of this I'm sorry, nonsense. I was just going back to your first point: is free speech. What? Is, so, so Chappelle can't make jokes anymore. Comedians can't can't tell jokes. Again, there. I'm just saying there are limits. No, Why? Joe Rogan and none of the persons you just mentioned have crossed those limits. I'm just saying, I think it's too simplistic to say there are no limits. Everything should be covered under free speech. I don't think that's an accurate statement. That's all I'm saying. I'm saying I'm uncomfortable with limits on free speech. Side of defending someone being canceled, but I'm just saying we need to be reasonable on both sides. But the but the reasonable thing, Stevie, right, is don't don't have stupid takes, right? Like that would be the reasonable thing: is be educated and don't don't say stupid things. But if you want to say stupid things, you should you're allowed to. Okay, well, I think uh, that the election was stolen in 2020 is a stupid take. I mean, uh, yeah, it's a stupid take, but you can have, but that can be your take. We'll judge you for it, but that can be your take. Right. But that's different than saying what I, you shouldn't lose your job. You shouldn't lose your job for it though. Right. Yeah. But that's different than what I, what I previously, my previous example, which I won't repeat that stuff should get you canceled. It's offensive to an entire group of people. Thought this was a sports show people. (laughs) All right, I'll give you my Super Bowl prediction. We'll just start uh, using the B button. Yeah, come on, let's go, let's go. We're losing people. <laughs> people I'm going Rams. Rams thirty four twenty seven. Thirty four twenty seven. All right, so that covers the six seven. Yeah, no, they cover. They cover. Bengals cover. No, no, no. The Bengals don't cover. Right. I, I'm the, the what I was planning on putting in. Wait, what'd you say, Stevie? Thirty four twenty seven. Oh, uh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. No, it's twenty eight twenty four. It's twenty eight twenty four. Rams. Rams. No, I like the Bengals. It's a good one. Right, let's do it. Right, let's see what happens. Any prop bets? What's the Joe Burrow rushing line? I think I saw it at sixteen. Joe loves a good. He loves a good. Well, oh, it like was always my Brady. It was my Brady. It was always the Brady bet, right? Brady, it was like Brady plus or minus two and a half. The playoffs. Yeah, right? yeah. Hold on, I'm looking at it right now for you. I think I think for I Burrow is nine and a half. Which ben is low. Scrollinek, 50-yard reception. I saw a prop bet for longest catch for either team, plus or minus 42 and a half yards. Kind of like the under on that. Go rushing over. Take the over? You think you think OBJ's got one long one in him? Or Cup? Or, or Cooper or Jamar. Cup. Or Jamar, yeah. Or Jamar cu- Cups, run. Cup, this, at the beginning of the week, Cup had a uh, 11 and a half reception line prop bet. That's a big Might number. Might get P. Ryan two, uh, over under two and a half rushing guards. I Take it. Over there. Oh, yeah. Samaje so weighs like 400 Roger pounds. Roger he, he can get I love me Samaje. Uh, you're not cheering for him? You're not cheering for Samaje? Gruden's boy. He was. That's right. He, wasn't he, he, in, the, wasn't he in that video when they were just sitting in the street smoking Jays? Wasn't Samaje in that video? With Jay, probably. I thought Jay Gruden slept with Samaje's girl or the other way around. No, it wasn't Samaje's girl. Samaje's guy. No, it was <laughs> no, no, no. I'll, I'll but but you, you know, I, listen. I, but hold on, Stevie. Speaking about Club J for a second here. Only coach, <laughs> only coach for the Redskins football team Commanders to have back to back winning seasons. 
under Dan Snyder. Well, he had Captain Kirk, the only guy to have. But just think about that. No, that's a that's that's a huge. That's a uh, crazy stat. Yeah, he's the only one to have back to back winning seasons under Dan Snyder. Shaney only had one winning season. Yes, and he had one, and then he, and then he, uh, his last, and then uh, an eight and eight, and then he, his last season was three and no, thirteen. His last season was bad. Yeah, yeah, but your boy, your boy Gruden went eight and seven, and then eight, six and one, I think. But he doesn't have a job now, or I know I heard he was interviewing for something. No, he was interviewing for the Panthers' offensive coordinator job, and didn't get it. But he's on that league right now. I mean, I mean, he's probably because it's linked to his brother now. Well, yeah, I mean that's that's not going to end anytime soon. But look, I, I, I want a good uh, MVP. Uh, give me, a, I think Von Miller and Aaron Donald. I don't know. Defensive don't MB, MVPs are very rare in the Super Bowl. I, I think. Was Ma- I think Malcolm Butler was the last one actually. One. It was a long time ago. You know who was the first one? Malcolm Butler. Come on, Razzle. No, brother. No. Ray Lewis. No. Also known as the guy with lesser stats what, than London. What year are you going back to? 90s, early. Uh, early 90s. I actually time. don't remember his name, but the Cowboys cornerback. <laughs> Leon Lett. <laughs> no, it was like a... Oh, shoot. Let me, I'll look it up while y'all see no, I mean, we were at Dexter Jackson won in 2002. Um, obviously, when the, when the Seahawks I thought Malcolm, that, Yeah, Mal, that was uh, not the Seahawks. Was a random linebacker. I don't remember his name. The problem, though, is in Virginia... Bobby Wagner? You can't bet on MVPs and awards. Larry Brown, I'm sorry. Hell of a coach. Hell of a basketball coach, that guy. We would have to give. We would have to go back to our roots on Bovada in order to get. uh, I'm I'm not. We can't go back to Bovada, Joe. (laughs) No, Bovada. That ship has sailed. The the first one was Richard Dent for the '85 Bears. Okay. But we so basically MVP bets aren't allowed in Virginia. So we'd have to cry. But, but if you were going to take one, it's it's either it's going to be one of the offensive sillies. Yeah, there's. A, I think I'm gonna take Burrow. I, saw, I think the odds on a non quarterback was like plus two forty. So anyone not know with plus two forty, we could drive over to Pennsylvania and see if we can put that bet in. Nah, never a good reason to drive to Pennsylvania. I mean, Razzle's there all the time, though. Are we going to talk about Dan Snyder? We should talk about it. We should talk about it. So, I mean, the DC curse has been alive and well for for many, many, many moons. Uh, did you? I mean, first of all, did you guys have an opinion or a, a strong feeling one way or the other about Commanders? Love it, hate I it, don't it. care. I hated it. You still hate it now? A week later? I still hate it. A week. Now. Yeah, I'm gonna hate it for a couple of years. What name did so you I, want, like, Razzle? I wanted. If it were up to me, I would have said something like Warhogs. Yeah, something something name. that kind of kept part of the tradition, okay? I know they didn't want to keep, like, the like the red, because it's part of, you know, whatever. Like, Red Wolves. I like Red Wolves. Uh, but something like ho- Hogs or Warhogs or something like that would have been great. I saw a couple of logos up there on the internet um, that would have been nice. But something that's, like, gives you still a little bit connection to the old, you know, culture and it's just command is just there's no nickname there's no nothing there's no nickname you know like and fb pointed out last week too like your boy snyder had that registered like 30 minutes before the original press conference two years ago right like this is all charade and all these mouthpieces and all the process and we went through all this stuff that's you know problem and i said this last week and and honestly 
I, I feel strongly about this, more strongly than I did before. If they had come out right away and said, our name in two seasons will be the Commanders, and we want the fans to help us come up with the logo and come up with a design and come up with a, the uniforms and all that stuff, I think we would hate it a lot less. Or people in general, I don't, I don't hate it, but I think people right. in general would be more, more invested in it. You took two years to come out, with, like to come up with commanders. No, like it was it was all charade, man. It was all charade. Right. If you had if you had gone from Redskins directly to commanders, it probably would. I mean, it probably would have sucked, but it would have would have sucked. I mean, commanders as as commanders for most people is so bad that they prefer football team. Yeah. Like not having a name. Steven, did you care about commanders? About the national media that we don't have a name, or by the way, the whatever. pandering to the national media by sending out letter like Letterman jackets, it's such yeah. a such a Dan Snyder thing. Yeah. If I, mean, I, that, if I send them the stuff, bigger, they won't. They'll talk nicely about me. Let, let's not miss the the forest for the trees here, guys. Come, come on, the name doesn't matter. It's a stupid name. They're all stupid names. So's the Los Angeles Lakers. So's the whatever Utah Jazz or whatever is nonsense. All oh, there's tons of stupid names. What was more embarrassing and more of a debacle is the rollout itself, the amateurness of it. The the Jason Wright, who's a complete disaster. It's he might be absolute, worse. He might be he worse than is the Goose. worst. Um, and then sitting next to Doug. Hey, Doug, tell him what the you name. Tell is. him, Doug. Tell him, Doug. <laughs> and you, you tell him, that, Doug. Uh, then you got the Good Morning, not the Good Morning America, the Today guy with the ha ha ha. There it is. <laughs> like, just and Jonathan Allen, who looked completely miserable. It, it, you know, as someone who did a rebranding for his own organization, I mean, the rollout of this. It would have been awesome. They made a great video, which I don't know if everyone saw. I, I saw it on Instagram. Yeah. It's a great video. I mean, it would have been great if they, you know, come into FedEx live. They hype up the name a little bit. They say, we've been, you know, doing this, doing this, doing this. And now the new name is, and then the video cuts. And then Jonathan Allen comes out in the jerseys, which, you know, look very nice. I know everyone's got their critiques of it. But, like, have an actual rollout. You're going to waste time on the Today Show. At least do something proper. You know, the team's a debacle. The team's a joke. The next day, Dan Snyder is not a joke anymore. He's an actual criminal. <laughs> you know? So, you know, it goes from bad to worse. Are they going to so Donald Sterling him? Yeah, they have yeah, to. Yeah, they have to. They have to. But, like, today was the first. Today was, I think, today, you know, February 10th, is the beginning of the end of Dan Snyder. The league, the league has now started to separate itself from him. Yes, launching his own investigation. Even Goodell, who well, has no cojones he, anymore. Yeah, like I mean, he's been neutered. Said, I yeah. don't see how a team can investigate themselves. Yeah. Uh, yeah well, but I Snyder, Snyder, that. after the hearing last week, was like, "I'm retained an attorney to investigate the allegations against him." Like, it's so, it's like it's what you do when you think people believe what you say, right? And I'm not going to pick on Stevie's guy Brandon at 1600 Pennsylvania, but it's very similar to what he does, right? <laughs> Which is just like. You know, I'm getting sick hey, and tired hey, of people hey, not hey, doing hey, what I tell them to do because I know it's better Razzle for everybody. Razzle is a closet Brandon fan. Don't just call me out, okay? Razzle, don't don't don't, don't sit there, nah, okay? I, I haven't I haven't seen much. I haven't seen much. I think Razzle just I think got more money uh... than I do. That's why he's not supporting <laughs> Brandon. Okay, that's the only reason. <laughs> okay, he's trying to get in that tax. I'm mad he didn't put together. He could have passed that bill back better. Would have helped help us all out on our taxes this year. Brothers like me need that handout, okay? That's why we're cheering for Brandon. You don't need a handout. <laughs> POS, you don't need a handout for anything. You don't need a handout. You're good. <laughs> no, 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 no. Writing's on the wall. Like you said, Joe. It's, the beginning of the end. This is it. For, I think I re- this, is, 
this is the first time we have seen Roger, who, to your point, Razzle, has no balls. He's been neutered. Yeah. He was neutered many years ago, but this is the first time we've seen him publicly basically start to distance himself from one of the owners, in this case, Snyder. And he's going to have to do it. I mean, and, and we've said it before. I mean, Major League Baseball forced the owners of the Dodgers to sell the team because they weren't going to let their, their, their brand get dragged through the mud. Donald Sterling, I mean, the players are the ones that forced, remember the, the, the shirts right. and I'm not playing for this asshole, whatever. I mean, that's what forced the league, you know, because Silver wasn't going to do anything. I mean, Silver, he, right. he's, you know, whatever. But, but now, I mean, the NBA is a much more progressive league and a much more player-friendly league. That the, they, but they, the irony is that the NBA can't, like, they their TV rights are huge, but nobody nobody cares. Like, the, the NBA is is more pop culture. Like, it, it's just more invested in, like, uh, the like a, a much younger generation that actually doesn't care about sports. No one actually right. watch Like, we we really don't watch the, the NBA religiously like we did when we were no. significantly young. Like, they're on the cutting edge of social media, but, like, the ratings are crap. I mean, like, the worst football game, like, dunks on everything else, I mean, right? It's just Bowl, the way it is. Pro Bowl. Yo, we didn't even talk about the Pro Bowl was a joke. They they should be – the NFL should be embarrassed – by that product, because 6.7 million people watched it. Could, but I, I could, I could, I love football. I couldn't watch that. I, I, I couldn't show it to my kids. My kids are now into football. They wanted to watch football. I had to turn it off to, to not. I don't know a single person who, who looked I, at that I'm and sorry. was like, "It's fine." It's can we clarify what happened at the Pro Bowl? They, the players, decided unilaterally to not tackle one another. It was a tackle football game. And then the players just decided we're not tackling. And then the refs had to stop the plays when they yeah. two hand touched them. It, it, it was not one of you know, I had someone tell me it was supposed to be a two hand touch game. I said, you're crazy. No, it was a regular tackle football well, game. It, until people stop watching it, they're going to keep doing it. But did you see the skills challenges? But even if they it's stop legit. watching it, Razzle, they, they can't make the players tackle each other. Exactly. They're gonna they're gonna cancel they change, the game. They completely change the format of it. I mean, yeah, it would I be. I think it would be cool. Them. You can have like an award show or something where all the the pro the all pro team comes out and everybody takes a lap. But on the field, make it like three on three or like five on five with two down linemen. Yeah, something like different. that we or would play in the, the in move the skills challenge to the actual Pro Bowl and do a little bit more. I mean, they had the cool like catch contest that they did the night uh, the day before and. You know the throwing of the tar at, at the targets and stuff. I really? mean, Russ, Russ killed. That was cool. Russ killed. Those are that was cool, cool events. I mean, it's better than a game that doesn't matter. That the players are just there to get their checks, and nobody but, but actually nobody, shows up for it. I mean, yeah, I, nobody I, cares. But up, but it was in Vegas up. too. Like you're right. No, nobody shows up for it. But is it that much different than every other sports all star game or no, whatever? I mean, come on, the NBA. It's, it's there's no like, defense. It's like 180 to 185. Sure. Like but they're that, not playing. They either. make a weekend out of it. They make it a spectacle. Yeah. Like All Star Weekend is like something that I mean, hockey's like three on three. Ba- baseball, I guess, is baseball similar. Yeah, Maybe. baseball does it well, actually. Yeah, you get a home, home run derby, derby, which is, is like, amazing. But the and game, get, the game you know, itself is a game. No, but you get to see, you know, Scherzer versus Judge. Do I mean, you that's, still that's decide cool. the? But do you still say you don't decide the home team anymore, right? No, no, no. They got the winner. That. But, but the experience of it, the whole like show, like Pro Bowl comes at a point where it's like. I know it used to be after the season that everyone hated that, and then they moved it up into the gap week between the championship and, and the Super Bowl. But 
they gotta find a way to either just get rid of it completely and just like they have to. That that was an unwatchable product. Right. But they have to get I'm rid sorry. Of it. I, I, moving away from the probe, I wanted to go back to that Dan Snyder because I would like your thoughts. This is an existential question. I understand, but when we talk about Goodell and Snyder, I've always wondered: Do the owners work for the commissioner, or does the commissioner work for the owners? The commissioner works for the owners. Yeah. The commissioner reports to the owners. Yes. Correct. So the, the and and that was what I was trying to get at. And the idea that uh, Roger Goodell stood up to one of his bosses, you know, one thirtieth of his bosses or one thirty second of his bosses, is a pretty remarkable thing, and shows you how far Dan Snyder has dropped. I mean, Dan Snyder used to. I mean, he he runs one of the most profitable franchises. Not like. He's, you know, Stephen Ross or whatever, the Dolphins. You know, he owns one of the most profitable franchises in his league. For Roger Goodell to do that, I have to think Dan Snyder will begin to plan an exit strategy. Yeah, and and Roger must know that he has the backing of other owners. There yep. has, he has, like... He, that he was not called, a unilateral decision. Yeah, he called Jerry to see what he thought. He called, I mean, Robert Kraft. Like the, all the big shot owners are really who like are running the league. So he's not doing that without like the assurance that they have his back and that they want to get rid of Stan Snyder. I mean, he's bad for this, this is not like a one-time incident. This isn't like a, this is just a repeat, you know, over and over. Oh, it's, it's, it's tarnishing the image of the league. It's tarnishing the image well, of the league. He has tarnished the image of the league. And frankly, like the, the Redskins are no more and the football team you know, like the history of the Redskins ended, right? Like that era is over. I don't care what they say. The commanders are not connected to the Redskins. And I mean, he, he literally single-handedly destroyed one of the legacy franchises of, I mean, he tarnished a, a, a worldwide brand. And now ironically rebranding as the commanders, he doesn't give like, he doesn't care at all about the DMV fans. He's, he's going out of his way to court, Everyone else, right? Sending the jackets all over. The problem is, jackets. they let him. I mean, I was he. He was part of the name process, uh, and now we have the, the whole stadium situation. Now that they got the name out of the way, and and, and Youngkin's lobbying for Virginia, and, and Youngkin's my boy, uh, Bowser, uh, trying try to get him, girl, trying to bring him back, bring him back to Stevie. Did you fully defect? To the Republican Party? No. To not, I don't care about Republican. I'm just saying, <laughs> it seems like you've abandoned your uh, your blue ways. Hey, when you see... Oh, yeah, that's yeah, okay. I'm, I'm going to take that as a yes. Mask at a restaurant. Brother, what they're doing to my city, I love D.C. I am, I am D.C. through and through. What they've done to my city with the masks, with COVID, with crime. Can't support that, brother. Okay. No, they gotta. Uh, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not I, trying to be a, a dick about it. I'm just asking. No, I, I, I love my city, and it's, uh, it's no coincidence that these policies are creating these cities. I mean, should we talk about the inflation uh, report seven that came out today? And seven and a half percent. I mean, it's a bad day. It's, it's, it's a regular day for there's this no, administration. There's no undoing it. Like we're all smart people here. How do you undo seven and a half percent inflation? You can't. Yeah, but how does it end? Play the tape out to the end. Uh, we turn into 
some nondescript African country with, with funny money. <laughs> Just keep printing more money. Well, I think the printing of money has ended, I, I, hopefully. So that part is... I mean, you got the feds talking about raising interest rates by a point. Right? Five and a half percent, six percent. Yeah. The way, like, Americans don't save money. People generally are stretched thin because everything is more expensive than it was. And this is not, I'm not talking specifically house. I'm talking like groceries, just normal stuff. Mm-hmm. A, a full point on the, in, on interest is, I mean, that, that is a, that's a big move guys. That's a big move. The gradual move though. They're not going to, I mean, Joe, you're, 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 you're the real estate guru here. I mean, by the end of the year, where can interest rates, where would interest rates be sitting? Five and a half. I mean that's the end Five. of the that's the end of the world, honestly. Like right now, so three weeks ago, three but weeks why, ago, Joe? I mean, twenty years ago, it was six percent. I mean, yeah, okay. When our when our parents bought houses, houses cost houses were at eighteen. I get it. Well, they were more. Well, forget about the dollar amount. They were it, it, the interest was around eighteen percent, but it the the price of the house equated to about three to three and a half times your salary income. Yeah. Okay. Today. In Metro DC, like all of our, we all grew up basically in Metro DC, right? So around the time our, par- our parents were buying their first house, mid eighties, let's say, y- your house cost was three x your your income. So if you earned fifty, you were buying homes around one fifty, one sixty. Today, if you earn a hundred k in the in the DC Metro area, you are aggressively shopping, praying, hoping to get a property around six x your income. At a three percent interest rate, that's like that's literally like three months ago. When the interest rate goes from three percent to four percent, or from two percent or two and a half percent to three and a half percent on a fifteen, I don't know why anybody's doing a fifteen, but some people do. Your buying power goes down considerably, right? By by almost a fifth. So a hundred, if you earn a hundred k and you're shopping at six hundred at a three point two five, and the rate goes to four point two five. Now your same income really only supports a 500-ish property, which there aren't any, right? So now you've been priced out because the people that were previously shopping at 700K are going to buy up everything below, which means now you're qualified to five and you're going to go down into the threes and bid back up to the fours. It's very hard for someone who's not in the industry to understand like the true housing shortage that we're in right now and how it trickles down into everything else, right? Because most people, again, they don't save money. They just, they, they bank on their house appreciating in value, which it is, it it is right. But it's not liquid to the point that you can spend it for your kid's education or to buy. And if you start leveraging equity in your home to buy depreciating assets like cars, and in some instances, even education, right? Like some people will pull equity out of their house to pay for their kids' private schooling. In that circumstance, that education is actually a depreciating asset because you can't get a return on it. You right. have to find you. You have to pay all this back somehow. So if your if your property value, what we saw in two thousand eight, two thousand two thousand seven, two thousand eight, two thousand nine, for a little bit, you know, is basically people were were overextending the equity in their homes. Banks could no longer underwrite more or less, and the market collapsed, right? Like, we're not going to get back to that point because the difference now is people can't do that legally. And generally speaking, people in the D.C. metro area, I'll just talk about D.C. specifically, they earn a whole lot more than they used to before. Like, D.C. metro is unlike anywhere else in the country, right? It's home. 
it's amazing, actually. It's it's home to the most people under 35 earning over $140,000 a year. Just think about that. It's crazy. I Everyone here has got of cash. money in this area. Yeah. But you have to assume that the $700,000 house in a market where interest rates are 5.5%, 6%, might not be valued at $700,000. It's going to be significantly more. less because nobody can get there. But then the people that can get there are the people that bring couple hundred thousand dollars of cash to the table. And why are they spending their cash? Because cash in the bank is a depreciating asset. Because of course. Right. Your money, your money today sitting in a bank account, unless it's earning, even if it's earning 1%, if the, but even if it was Razzle, you're still losing because inflation is, is outpacing, outpacing the what? Like people, people like, it's just, when you really take a step back and think about, well, I have X in 401k and I have X saved and I have this and this and this. If you don't earn another penny today from the, this point forward in your life, what you have saved probably lasts one third of the time that you need it to because of the hyperinflation. And, right. and that's the real problem right now is the value of money. It's decreasing rapidly. And again, in my business, there's a lot of people that call me like, oh, I have all this money. I want to buy investment properties. Like, oh, okay, let's. Okay, it's not going to make enough money quickly enough for you to to to. You know, it's very hard right now. And Donald Trump will do nothing about that. Well, I'll come back around. <laughs> I I don't believe we would see seven percent inflation oh, under Donald Trump. Stop it. Uh, because I but but I think stop it's a bit. It. It's I mean, a Donald bigger. The one who started giving out all the money to cause all this. He also wanted to quickly get away from lockdowns and resume life, right? I mean, he was also sure. pushing for, like, he, he was the one that promised the vaccine and delivered, right? Like, well, those things happen too. You act like he was in a lab doing the- <laughs> No, I'm, I'm not giving him all the credit. I'm just saying, like, you, you, you do have to admit that how he ran the country is different than how it's being run today. Like, people are still afraid of their shadows two years later from COVID. People are still, like... Mask your kids and mask your wife and mask your Brother, whatever. That, that's not had nothing to do with Brandon. That is a no, 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 media creation. But that's brand. Those are Brandon's people, Stevie. What, 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 what rock are you living on? What, you do not so, remember? Do you do not remember the election cycle when, when point blank Brandon was asked about the vaccine, which at that point was a Trump thing, and he said, "Oh, we have to, we have to test to see if it's effective before we inject it." And yeah. now, two years later, he's like, "Why don't people trust me? Why don't people trust the government to just give them the vaccine? Is it is it the Republicans that aren't vaccinated, or is it the Democrats? Is it is it the is it is it the white wealthy Americans that are that are being uh, that are unvaccinated? Are they the majority, or is it the the lower socioeconomic classes that are largely represented by the Democratic Party that are unvaccinated?" Are vaccination rates higher or lower in the city versus outside? It's uneducated, poor, white, and African-American people. Okay. Nothing to do with race. It's about people that are getting misinformation. I I think there are more unvaccinated registered Democrats than Republicans. Joe, that's because the African-American community historically has been hesitant about vaccines. Okay, nothing to but do that's, with COVID and all that. But this, so th- but our facts. current, our current leadership in the White House should be able to get that group no. moving this towards is, vaccination. Assuming, no, goes, and, that, and then all this, and I need to preface this: all of this assumes that the vaccine is the answer to every to the society's problems, which it's not. 
Right? It like, is the no, answer. Big, big stepping it's not. The vaccine That's doesn't. The, the vaccine doesn't teach people about money or how to save or how to work hard. I meant the COVID, COVID answer, Joe. Well, okay, but COVID didn't impact people's ability to work or want to work. I mean, maybe uh, it did. Impacted people's ability to want to work. Yes. People couldn't go to work because nobody was going to do anything and no, there was no work to do. I'm saying in parts of this country, COVID ended like six months after it started. And everybody moved on. Correct. And then there's other parts of the country that are still treating it like it's the end of humanity. Wait, what, what, what part of the country moved on in six months? Texas, Florida, Oklahoma. The rural part. Uh, I don't think it was six months. I think Florida had huge uh, spikes yeah. in Delta, in the Delta in, variant. And- in large part, life resumed faster than in other parts of the country. Yeah, because the places that keep beating the COVID less drum. Populated, less populated in, in dense areas where the, like the spread of, of COVID is, is not as high as it is in a, a place like D.C. or a place like New York or a place like, you know, there's more. Okay, but but the the number of deaths in New York or the, the number of deaths overall still is very is highest in the elderly, right? And the auto like the the immune deficient, right? Uh, yeah. Florida has more of those than anywhere except New York. Right? But and New York is outpacing them in deaths. Like the numbers when you start slicing into them, right? Like there's more old people in Florida that are golfing and living their life just fine. And I think it has more to do actually with the weather than than the people realize too. Right? Say, like, come give us a couple. Like, give us March, April. Things are gonna. Like, no, but next year we're gonna do this again. In the fall, yeah. Like every no, time, every time there's an election. Like when I sneezed five minutes ago, everyone's like, "Oh, sh- it's that's it, right?" No, I, your it, boy's it, done. Come, Oct- come October, November next year, you're gonna we're gonna be dealing with this again. No, we're not, Razzle, because there's an election, and that's why the masks are coming this off right now. This guy went full. This guy went the other way, like so fast. <laughs> well, you know, my my kids. Sit by the way, this has been like school. the the most intelligent ten minutes of DTC talk ever. Just for the record, we taught people about finance. We we talked about COVID policy. We got Europe, into all kinds baby. of things. No, but listen, if you don't if you don't understand hyperinflation, you, you need to like you need to understand what's happening to the value of your cash. Right? I mean, it, this is a real problem. This is a real problem. Like, we're all head of households here. Like, this this literally impacts everyone, including your boy Dan Snyder, right? <laughs> right? All his all his piles of money. All his piles this of money are worth a little bit less. Dan Snyder. He's okay. So, look, do you do you believe that the, the Washington franchise is the seventh most value? I, I don't buy that. Like, I, I just don't buy that valuation. Why? Why not? Because no one knows about the commanders or the Redskins or the football team outside of, like, they're not they're not a national brand anymore, right? Like, nobody cares about Redskins, Cowboys. No one cares. Like, they're not a national brand. And on the international stage, like, there's nothing marketable about, like, it's the capital team, yeah, yes, stars, but, like, there's nothing it. here. Yeah, but, yeah, 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 but are the Dolphins, uh, like, like, No, but Miami's understand. a destination, Every team baby. Is localized to who they are. No, there's some teams that transcend that, right? Even even when they're bad. The Patriots and the, the Cowboys. The Cowboys, the Cowboys are, are the universal. The 49ers are universal. The Packers are universal. What do you mean universal? They know means about they, them? It means like if you, if, you pick a, if you pick a random German guy off the street, like some sports nut in, German, in Germany and be like, can you name an NFL team? They're going to name 10 before they get to the commanders. I don't think Maybe that 15. makes uh, the, 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 the Packers more valuable. I think what's valuable is they sell merchandise. They, they, 
to, to, uh, but tickets. I mean, we 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 have collectively not purchased that much merchandise, right? We get some. I now, don't think we're the target audience. Did you get us any commander stuff, Joe? Yeah, we we put in for uh, for beanies and hats. Okay, so yeah, I got you. I got you. Uh, weather's turning. Okay, I, I, it would take some time. Go I mean, they got to they got to print them. They're still printing the Sean Taylor commemorative stuff. All right, we were just we're just getting in the queue here. We're just getting in the queue. I I, I don't buy the valuation. I, I just don't. You know, and FP had a great little uh, conspiracy theory himself last week that this is all just a ploy to eventually move the team to London, right? Like Commanders fits great in London, oh right? The God. London Commanders fits great. We never move the team away from DC. I'm sure Why? Dan Snyder would love that legacy. Listen, being James Bond is 007, right? He's he's the he's Commander Bond in the Her Majesty's Secret Service. It's a perfect fit. The Commanders fit in London, and then we can start over here. After we just had a hyperinflation conversation, this was a dumb con. <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't you don't think there's a chance he moves the team? No, I, mean, I don't. Think I so. don't know why an NFL franchise would be in London. Do you think Bezos no, would want to buy this team? You think Bezos could buy this team? That's the Bezos. better question. He's going to buy, if, yeah. Or Elon? If, what are the 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 betting odds for who's in the lead to buy this team? If Dan Snyder sold the team tomorrow or announced he was selling the team, who would be in the running besides Ronnie Mervis? No, it's Bezos. Uh, yeah, yeah. The Amazon money is. Tremendous. Maybe Elon. Elon has no interest. The yeah, West Coast a, guy. Yeah, yeah, Bezos has an interest, has the ties to DC. Uh, he needs the good press. Right. I mean, I doubt there was on the roids and on the, on the boats. Did he take I mean, roids? Jeff Bezos, if, if you all are, yeah, I know you guys aren't as DCers as I am, but uh, there was a huge protest. Uh, Jeff Bezos donated. I think $2.7 million to the National African American Museum. And they were going to name the theater after him. Everybody stood up in protest saying, absolutely not. And so the museum decided to name it after. Oh, I just lost the name. Whoopi Goldberg. As uh, an African American who's not Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> Did she get oh, canned? Uh, she should have gotten canned. Oh, you're cool with canceling Whoopi Goldberg. It's very consistent. Oh, of you, my gosh, she, Joe. Did it, aren't you the one that said Holocaust takes shouldn't be allowed? I agree, but I okay. said nobody should be canceled. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, I don't want her to be canceled. She you won't know, be canceled. You know, the most disappointing thing, I told this to Razzle last night, the most disappointing thing about Joe Rogan, what's going on with him, is that all the guys he stood up for over the years have not stood up to support him. And I'm calling out Dave Chappelle. And I'll tag a frequent him. listener to this. So, uh, Dave, if you're listening, you know, that that's what uh, these guys need to do, especially a guy like Chappelle. Who's but the problem is now that the, like people started to piece together, you know, the N word clip for Rogan and like nobody that talks that we just we saw that here in D.C. with uh, with my guy, Chad. Right. Somebody clipped a couple things here and there and boom, he's he's done. You know, like it, it happens. It happens. Did everyone a favor? Listen, context. It's the best show is on the, it, it was the I, best I show. The question is the context. It's not about how many times you say the word. It's the context. So, is it okay when you sing or rap along with a song? Right. We saw that happen with the uh, with the uh, Virginia Tech like soccer team or whatever. The girls the were all soccer team. Yeah. Yeah. They were they were just rapping along with a song. Somebody posted, and everybody gets fired. Right, and then everybody has to resign in disgrace and whatever. Like we can't be a society where where you're not allowed to express yourself or make a mistake. Like what's left at that point? What do you have a point there? I'm with you there. Sheeple. 
I mean, it's scary. Like we're, we're all trying to raise kids, man. Like how do you raise them in this current environment? You know, I, I don't know. I don't know. But look, I don't know how we ended up here. We started, I think we started all of this with we wrap up with Goodell with predictions. We did. We did it already. We already did it. We already did it. We did everything. This is, yeah, man. This is, we're pushing. This is a, this is a fat show here. Going hour 15. Uh, it could be the beginning of the end for for Snyder. And it just looks like it. It looks like it. It looks like people are starting to distance themselves. He looked like a schmuck last week when he did his press conference. So the first time anyone's heard him talking forever. He continues to, to to be quiet. Like, he would not want to talk to media. Like, he hasn't done himself any favors. He doesn't have any friends in the town, which is crazy that somebody who owns a team in the city, like, he doesn't have a single person to confide in. He doesn't have a single person on the, on the media beat to... Talk to like that's crazy, guys. I think I think him and Tanya are happy. Apparently, Tanya is the couple. one that that eighty six the the really nice uniforms and kits yeah. for the uh, the less nice ones. The pants look like pajama pants. Like they need something, man. Like they look weird with no stripe. But uh, do you guys see Aaron Rodgers won MVP? He just came out today. Aaron no, I'm watching. I'm watching your boy Javel McGee on my uh, on my screen here. It gets uglier and uglier. You know, I, I know we were talking about Joe Rogan. I mean, we're going on an hour 15, okay? We're getting into Rogan territory. Okay? <laughs> it's nice, baby. Just let the conversation flow. I don't know how he does these, like, three-hour shows. It's, You're exhausted. It's a, I, mean, there's no, I mean, there's no commercial breaks, right? I mean, like, my voice is starting to hurt. Like, it's, it's long. It's long. You, uh, speaking of Joe Rogan and Rogers, did you uh, see the Aziz Asari special on Netflix? I told you about it last night. Steve, I know. I need to it. get on my list. It's 30 minutes. Is it Wait, very didn't easy? he get canceled? He got canceled. He's back. Okay. That's no, good. no, it's a very, it's very funny. Thirty minutes, get, easy watch. About he, he didn't get canceled. He, he, he's he got, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he, he got called out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's not canceled, Joe. It, it was the Me Too. It was Me Too. Me Too movement. Yeah. I think Me Too. Hey, guy. That's a legitimate thing. He's no longer. He doesn't live in the states anymore. There's a, a. There's also some documentary that I thought of, Stevie. Some uh, thing that's everybody's all hyped up about. I know the Tinder start. swindler. The Tinder hey, swindler. Don't, don't, don't associate me with that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm change your handle the next time we go live on Facebook. I'm changing the name on the on the little box. <laughs> I mean, do I, I mean, watch it or not? The guy was on Tinder when the documentary came out. Well, I don't. I don't know. I don't have any context here. I have no context. Oh, I mean, I'm not gonna spoil it for everybody. Everybody no should spoil watch it. I'm not, it. I'm the guy was it. still on the app. They Tinder didn't even know about it until they saw the documentary. He's just hooking up with, with with women and taking money from him. He wasn't even hooking up. Like it, it, it wasn't a sexual thing. It was a financial thing. So what, it's the equivalent of like the the junk mail that we used to get in Hotmail accounts from like the African crown prince of whatever. Like no, send me money. Much more sophisticated. Much more legit. It was a Ponzi scheme. Was he selling phone cards? Like, just tell me, tell me what it, what, it, how do you do no, it? Watch the documentary. You don't want to spoil it for our listeners. Exactly. Yeah. What if Dave Chappelle's listening? <laughs> I'm sure he's seen it. Is it worth my time? Yeah, well, your time ain't that bad. Yeah, what, I mean, what, 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 what else are you going to do? It? Hang out with Chad, dude. I, oh, hey, listen, <laughs> Joe, hey, I had hey, a listen, great time. You, a you guys are assholes for not coming with me. It was great. No, I don't know what you're even talking about, but I listened the to your event. Duke show. Yeah. Uh, with you and as a guy named Monk. Yeah, Money Monk. Monk's Barbecue. You guys are building a bowling alley. We're trying, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh guys, listen, it's not just a bowling it's not just a bowling alley. It's it's uh it's a it's a barbecue restaurant that has a bowling alley, 
has a grooming lounge, telework space, and apparently, according to Dukes, no kids are allowed, which means it'll make no money. I heard him say that only uh, Joe's kids are allowed. Only my 12 kids are allowed, yes. That's, that's, that's what, what That said. was his exact plug. Yeah, you, that's, uh, are you a third investor in this? I mean, I don't know how it's going to stay afloat. if kid, like Bowling alleys only make money when kids go to bowl. Have right? you guys heard of Bolero or whatever? Yes, Bolero. of course. Out there. Yeah. No, but but the idea here is that there's no good barbecue outside of a handful. So this is a barbecue restaurant that has bowling. It's not a bowling alley with barbecue. Well, why not just open a barbecue restaurant? Well, Monk already has that. He has the best one in, in the area. Where? Percival. Peeville. That's not the area. Percival. I mean, it's far. That's that's why. It was like, we need something in Reston, like somewhere closer in where you can do this. But, you know, and then there was an idea floating around too about like incorporating like some type of membership where you just pay some amount and you just go as much as you want. Like WeWork. Yeah. Well, that was my whole thing. Like WeWork, I don't know how WeWork is. You used to be at WeWork. How do they stay in business at this I, point? I, I am still at WeWork. What do you mean? Do you they, still have an office? They're about to collapse. I mean, the Adam is the Tinder thing better or worse than the Adam Newman than the no, Adam Newman no, story because no, no. that yeah, was WeWork one is that was legit that was fire festival level oh, stuff right man, there. That, we need a good documentary. That's what we need. All right, I'll give oh, this no, DTC. No, I'm saying in general. Like <laughs> we went, th- we had like those back to back. The thirty for thirty. I know Steve. We talking about this. The thirty for thirty. Uh, the tough world. It wasn't worth the t- your time. No, I don't care. That's about not that. good. The man uh, in the arena. I don't care about. No. no, man in the arena is good. Uh, it's like detail or muse or all that. It's like I don't really, I don't, I don't need the more nuance into football. I don't, I don't care that much. I like watching the game, you know, I don't like. I'm not, I'm not at that level where I, I need the behind the scenes. I like, I like the Manning telecast. I need more of those. They just renewed till 2024. I, I'm still a little Ricky though that they didn't, they didn't do the Washington game. Because it's not a premier game. Uh, you don't need to worry about that yeah. next year. We ain't going to be on Monday night. Yeah. Did you see that there's a rumor of uh, Kirk heading to uh, Denver? Trading I saw a rumor that he's headed to Denver. Cleveland. Oh, I saw Cleveland swapping with uh, Seattle. Yeah. Uh, oh, I saw Cleveland swapping with Minnesota. I didn't see the Seattle. Yeah. Is Baker that good, though? Or is it just a lot of commercials and hype? It's a lot of commercials. He can... Oh, he is he that much better than like Menzel? He needs know. a good team. He needs a defense. He needs a running game. So why not just go with Garoppolo at that point? Just give me Garoppolo. So he, he's actually, I would put him on par with Garoppolo. I'd put him at the same tier. But Garoppolo's going to be less headache. Yeah. He's such a nice guy. <laughs> You're big on the nice guy thing. <laughs> I mean, Razzle just wants all nice people. Give me to Washington. I'm good. You can be my first commander's quarterback. Do you guys have any final thoughts? We're pushing an hour 20 on this big fat episode. I'm I, I'm I, it's bittersweet coming up this weekend knowing that it's going to be a, I think it's going to be a great game. I think it's going to I think it's going to be a close one. There are two great offenses, two great quarterbacks, but it's just bittersweet knowing that football's coming to an end. Hey, hey, hey. We've had football for so long. Brother. We had the USFL too. Well, first off, baseball's not coming anytime yeah, soon. Yeah, baseball doesn't yeah. look like it's coming back soon. Yeah. Hey, there will be an offer by the owners on Saturday. That's the thing to watch out for. Is Didn't Saturday? Max? Wasn't Max clear about this? We don't need. We don't need whatever. Max, talk about somebody I don't care about. Um, oh, just like that. I, hey, 
I told you, Mac's gonna have a terrible season. You just wait. It's like my Bengals prediction. We'll see what the Cowboys do on. Oh my Cowboys! (laughs) Hey, we'll see. Baseball, if they can get a deal going, um, I don't know why I'm blanking on the 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 commissioner's name. Rob Manfred today said that he needs four weeks of spring training, and he said that starting the season late would be a disaster. So that leaves you know beginning of March. They have until you probably March one to get a deal done. So clock's running. Let's see what they come up with. If you had to bet on it, though, they'll they'll make a deal. Yeah, there's too much money. There's too much money too much to money. not be earned by by all. I parties. think the player, players will cave with a deal, and or they should. Deal. Frankly, I mean, I think what the owners offered was. Anyway, what do I know? All right, boys. Uh, Anything else, Stevie? No. Are you sure? I'm not the Tinder swindler. <laughs> <laughs> just leave that there until I'm gonna watch it. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. But if somebody makes it to the end of the show, they get the spoiler alert. Okay. Then. I'll 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 report back on numbers. I'll, I'll I'll let's see. Let's see how we do in the uh, between an hour five and an hour twenty when it's all said and done. Let's, yeah. We shall see. But you're on you're on the Rams and Razzle. You're on the Rams as well. I'm on the Bengals. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Are um, we watching together? Yeah. We're, we're all gonna be the same place. Where where are we gonna go? Tell me. Oh yeah yeah yes Vienna? we are yes yes in Vienna. Vienna yeah 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 yeah. I think right, don't punk out on me and leave. I think half-time. first yeah we have to. What, I, what, what do you do with your kids? You got to leave at halftime. I mean, it, why do they start the game so late? Isn't that why God created wives? It's two cars, brother. Mm. They should move the game to Saturday. No, they just make it at a normal time. Make it at three. No, I mean it's in LA. What do you make it three? It's gonna be a noon game. Four. They play. They they play literally seventeen games at that time slot. You got to play under the lights. You yeah. sit there and play. They're a in a dome. Game. No, they need to move it to Saturday. What's the extra day? I don't like. Why? Why the Saturday thing? So that the next day is not a like a like a work day. Well, I mean they're one week away now from President's Day. Right. Razzle sleeps actually, in every sorry. Sunday. That's what the, the play they need. They need one more, right? They need actually. They need to do one more click. Well, well the plan is to add an 18th game eventually. I don't know if it's next year or the year after. Well, if they do that, then it's perfect because then the, that's it, where it lines up to President's Day. Yep. Yeah. I mean, they're, look, look at we got we got we got football halfway through February right now. So, yeah. although you could debate that the playoff product was not that first, you know, Team Seven is not that valuable no. in the grand scheme. No, Team Seven sucks. But it's an extra game, and then you get a divisional weekend like we got. We'll take it. We'll see. This is so much is going to happen. But look, the, the big story after this weekend is going to be what happens with Dan, and we can shift to the Wizards and the Capitals. The Capitals, I think, will be fine. Ultimately, they got they have a star. They're a known commodity. But for right now, it is Super Bowl. What it's Super the Thursday before the Super Bowl. So the picks have been made. The bets are locked in. I'll see you boys on Sunday. Thank you for hanging out. Thank you for recording. This has been Defeating the Curse. You can search DTC or Defeating the Curse on any social media platform on any anywhere you get your podcasts. So that could be Spotify, that can be Google, that can be Apple iTunes, whatever. Just search DTC, Defeating the Curse. The show will pop up. Click subscribe, send us a comment, say hello. Happy to have uh, anybody join the show if you want to chime in. We have, uh, I think we have a phone number that you can call as well. I'll put that in the description. Thank you all for hanging out with us. A big fat one pushing an hour and 30 minutes. It's nice to have uh, Stevie and Razzle in the studio and get this one out. Should be a good game on Sunday. 
and check back in after that game. We'll do a post game and then we'll switch gears and uh, continue to cover the, the commanders, the wizards, the caps, and hopefully the nationals soon. So lots to have, lots coming, lots coming until next time. DTC. My name is Joe. We're out.